0: another episode of the fight podcast we are already at episode 10 this is episode 10 i am your afro latino host serge vicente and my guest host today is the one the only and we actually really know this because we checked on facebook bryson brownley bryson say
1: what up to the people man what up people it is bryson brownley you can check ig now because we changed it on there we did what we had to do this guy, <laughs> this
0: guy, he's 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 so hype on that. It's like the best thing. I'm, gl- I'm glad we can do that for you, man. It. People uh, love it. I'm yeah, man. Hey, 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 look, not not everyone has the ability to actually have their entire name on there, man. And uh, you know what, man? I'm, I'm proud to see that you're actually one of those people that got it, bro.
1: That's why I'll be having a junior. Because it's such a dope name. I'll be living living vicariously through my kids. I'm that guy. Oh, man. Well,
0: hey, look. um, Excited, man. Uh, Another week down, man. Um, It's already episode 10. Uh, I I can't believe it. Like I said, we're already like... Two, two, two and a half months in. Um You're
1: seasoned experts now.
0: <laughs> yeah, right? I'm <laughs> working on well it, man. <laughs> feel like a grizzled vet. Seriously. Uh, man, it's, I'm, I'm excited about this week, though, man. It's so... Last week was crazy. Uh, last last year. Weeks. Last <laughs> couple weeks, man. It, it's been constant, constant, constant um, action. It's funny, man. It felt like for... Like we talked about it last mm-hmm. time. It felt like a couple weeks it was off, and it wasn't that... Uh, it, it, it was just some weak weeks, man. It was just, it was just it was garbage for
1: stuff to talk yeah. about. Yeah, I mean, it's plenty to talk yeah. about. But, but man, fighting, there was like
0: the there most. were no fights on the board. But uh, but next thing you know, man, week after week yeah. after week. Oh man, the UFC's it's been crushing. UFC. Bellator's yeah. been right. crushing. Showtime boxing. Mwah. Kudos to you, Who gentlemen. Who else is there? Whoever Does you HBO guys
1: put
0: on. H, you know what, man? HBO. I'm not gonna stunt, man. They they definitely are getting destroyed by Showtime <laughs> yeah. right now because they, their biggest event. That was coming up was supposed to be Canelo Triple G. Oh, that's yeah. what they're banking on. Damn. And yeah, uh, Damn. Canelo just uh, poo pooed the bed for that one. So, uh, but we'll actually, you know, it's funny. We're actually gonna be talking about that in a little bit also today, man. But oh, yeah. moving right along, going going since uh, we're gonna go ahead and get into everything, since we have so much to talk about. Um, this weekend UFC Fight Night uh headlined by Dustin Poirier and Justin Gagey Um if you guys didn't get a chance to check it out, the entire card was actually pretty bananas. Um from top to bottom, this card in my opinion was almost better than the pay-per-view card last week. Mm-hmm. Um and that card was dope. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, UFC, you know, we've been I've been shitbagging you clowns for a minute, man, but uh continue like this last couple of weeks of max making has been just awesome so uh and especially with Justin Gaethje versus uh dustin Poirier, i mean that was like right. the perfect one to headline it man so um before we even get
1: into it man yeah. you know what do you think about the the just the entire event itself the event itself is kind of it's like you said you know the ufc is doing their best to put on the fights that the fans would want to see but as we always do we got to give credit to the fighters because they can put up any match yes, they, they came want. To scrap. but the fighters don't go out there and do what they're supposed to do. Now everybody's pissed off, and they're pissed off with the UFC, and they're not getting what they think they deserve. So, you know, shout out to all the fighters on the card, especially when, you know, a lot of people probably think they're getting slighted because they're not on the pay-per-view. But go show them why you need to be on pay-per-view. Big Fox ain't no bit, isn't it?
0: Well, it's crazy, man. Well, it seems like these are probably... I mean, the Fox cars are kind of coming into an end. Um, It looks like... ESPN and um, NBC and they're doing and the UFC are doing like a three way deal oh, so it seems like they're all like splitting the bill and uh, it looks like Fight Pass is gonna end up like folding into NBC and ESPN's digital uh, digital media Damn. and uh, so yeah that's what it looks like is happening so all these like Fox cards and then they're only planning from what it sounds like they're only actually planning to end up doing uh, six pay-per-views a year
1: crazy
0: so which is honestly the the, the way they should thing, do it yeah. because then you stack those, you make them like a Super Bowl that's event. Each event is ridiculous. Um, so if they do that and they actually pull through, so, um man, yeah. honestly I, I can't what do, do anything, and then I mean, all this stuff is going crazy with the UFC right now, anyways. NBC, but um if you let's you just go ahead and jump it, into yeah. the uh the card, man.
1: Yeah, let's talk about
0: it. So Dustin Poirier, Justin Gagey, um headline the event. Um, from the beginning, I think everyone already believed. And it had one of those, like, fight of the year kind of buzzes about it. Yeah. We all know Justin Gagey comes to brawl. And um, Dustin Poirier, and we actually talked about this a little bit last week. Buddy, it, it just feels like it's his time. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. He's been in the game for a long time, even though he's still a young dude. And uh, I don't know. Like, with both of those guys going at it, I think everyone kind of felt good about, about that right. event. But man, the scrap happened. Crazy back and forth. The fight ends up finishing with Dustin Poirier getting the fourth round KO. Of uh, Justin Gagey. Um, I loved it. I thought it was one of the best fights I've seen all year. Um, I think Dustin Poirier might not deserve a title shot yet. He probably is like one fight away. But he's definitely now, I think, in the conversation with all those dudes. And not only that, I absolutely have to say that. Justin Gagey, if he does not get his life together, will be brain dead in about a year and a half. Yeah, he's going to be done. It looks like he's already on that track. Yeah, man. So I hate to say it. It's bad, man. His fighting style, as entertaining as it is,
1: yo, I get scared for that dude's health, man. If you're his coach, a family member, anybody, Dana, you know, anybody. It should be, you know, and he's not a big 155. I told you this earlier. I thought he was a big dude. But they were saying he he doesn't really cut weight. Yeah. That's good, you know. That means he's probably the reason he can take so many shots, but that's going (laughs) to catch up to you. Especially when you climb the ranks and these dudes throw, you know, throw hammers. You know what's funny? You and I actually talked about this
0: before he came to the UFC. When he was about to come to the UFC, we were talking about this. And... We were like, yo, I, he, I don't know what he's gonna be able to do against the UFC's upper echelon guys. I was like, I don't think his skill set is quite there, mm-hmm. you know. And it's not that he can't because I think Buddy's definitely athletic enough right. and he's smart enough as a fighter. And dude, the dude was like an all-American wrestler, man. He was an all-American wrestler. He never tries to take. Never that. tries, and he just wants to sling. And one thing that was wild, um, because I don't know how you had it, but I. I know, when I was watching it, I actually had um, Dustin Poirier just strictly off the late kicks. I was like, yo, if this keeps up, he's going to lose. Yeah. I
1: was
0: like, he's about to get, you know, get
1: get knocked out. You can see it, kind of his body language in between rounds. It looked like oh, he, he looked, was like, I yeah. thought so. I don't know if it's me or that's just how he looks, but yeah, I'm with you on that. Um but one thing I'll say about Justin
0: Gagey is we are always saying that we never thought that the upper echelon guys will play into his uh, his brawl right um, and you know what honestly that's what it seemed to happen think about it the last couple fights who are two upper echelon guys yeah. I mean Justin Gagey's what one in three now in the UFC I mean dude he he's on the verge of being and I'm gonna say you know who he is he's like the modern day Chris Lieben
1: oh yeah, he, yeah.
0: He, he's tough as hell yeah you can hit him in the head with a bat yeah He's going to keep fighting. Yeah. And they're going to keep him in the UFC
1: forever because, he, you, know that, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, they, they love those type there, of guys. Shit. Yeah, they love those guys. Yeah. But,
1: man. I loved, I loved Chris Lee. <laughs> I didn't who, who didn't,
0: man? The yeah. red hair out there crazy. But I mean, we well, knew it, dude wasn't going to do anything when it got down to, like, Anderson Silva it's kicking it's, his face right,
1: off. I felt bad for him.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, what do you think, man? Where do you think Dustin Poirier goes from here?
1: Man, I loved what he did at the end of the fight. Get on the mic. He doesn't usually do that. And he was right. He doesn't usually do good, that. He's pretty good it on the mic, good. though. It was good, and it, 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 you know, if things weren't the way they were, he has a point. I think he does have a point. He's right there, like you said, one fight away. But we got another fight this weekend, and we'll talk about that. I think maybe deserves a little more because you look at who they just fought. Those two people. It's very they true. Were the very That true. were in it, and if say Khabib can't fight to November because of Ramadan. Hey, yeah, scrap again yeah. in the summer. Dustin Poirier, one week we talked about it last week. It's Pretty much like a number now. one
0: contender to yeah. the spot.
1: Yeah, like let's see, let's see who's gonna be left standing. If he can't
0: fight till November, it's still early enough in the year that you know these guys can't fight in yeah. October. They can fight in August or something like that. Yeah, right. um, and then we can absolutely see who's the number one contender. Exactly. Let's say, like I said, we're talking about like Kevin Lee. Yeah. If Kevin Lee gets through his next fight, maybe it will be Dustin Poirier versus Kevin Lee, yeah, and would that would like be that. a. Oh, man, that. that that'd be a
1: nasty man. scrap. Or um, let's say Kevin Lee wins and wants to wait. You could put Eddie Alvarez versus Dustin Poirier again. Exactly. I mean, in those if are, you are fights that, fight, that uh, to me, Poirier was putting it on, Eddie and Dustin Poirier was putting was the put thumpers on. on, buddy. So, uh, he was
0: so putting the thumpers on, buddy. Mm-hmm. But um. Yeah, we we also okay. We so we both kind of agreement that uh, that Poirier he's in the mix now. He looks he's great. absolutely he looks yeah. great. He looks he's like in he, the mix. Yeah. Um, this honestly, regardless of the late kicks, he's been impressing me every time right. out, yeah. and he looks like he's getting better and better and better. I mean, um, but Justin Gaethje, where does he go from here, man?
1: Oh man, he he shit. Honestly, he needs to go on vacation for about a year or two.
0: Yo, that's um, that's that's getting two nasty head. KOs in a row.
1: Yeah. And it's just Eddie a,
0: Alvarez I mean, put it to him and uh and, and man, sorry if I sound all horror, man, I feel like <clears throat> coming like talk, coming down <laughs> No, nah, you're good, man. We we're drinking tea.
1: <laughs> man. It's the good stuff. Man. <laughs> that was good.
0: Man, it's because over here, man, the weather in Chicago is crazy. Yo, it was like 60 something degrees a couple days ago, and then today it's like raining, raining, it's like sleep, sleep. It's yeah, like sleep. It it's awful outside. outside.
1: Like, yes, it was it's,
0: so. I think everybody's sick, man. I'm over here, I'm over here with emergency packets, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Pounding vitamin C pills. Yo, this is ridiculous, man. Sipping tea. So, if I sound horse, I apologize. Uh, but it's whatever, man. Some we would, out here, would, we out
1: here. Some would say it's sexy. You know, pause, but you know. Yeah, man, saying. you paused the hell out of just that. I'm just saying. The hell. You know, we gotta, we
0: gotta, <laughs> just saying. <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, okay, man. But just engagey man. Um. Can we sure, agree yeah. that Justin Gaethje is now, in my opinion, Justin Gaethje has officially become the 155-pound division's
1: gatekeeper? Yeah, yeah. I mean, if you want an exciting fight, you, or say you have somebody up and coming that is exciting. That's who you put Throw him against. In there Throw it. him in there with See him. What's up. And uh, Gaethje said, it, and I believe him. He says, I'm not here to win. It reminds me of what Rampage started doing when he started losing. I'm not here to win. I just want... Exciting fights
0: Yo but isn't okay. that Kind of conceding though I think so too that, That's, that's, that's kind of Giving up man That's like You know what Both, man I, Yeah that's that's that Like look I know I'm not as good As these guys So I'm gonna go out here Like throw my health Into the wind But Bucket You know I'm looking, They're gonna keep hiring Right Damn every bit of that I'd rather Use my brain To something else man
1: did you, did you Yo and what? he's a smart dude Right He said He's a super smart dude He said I have a I have a degree I wanna use it well, then stop getting hit in the face so much. Jesus. By these dudes that throw hammers.
0: Yeah, man. Well, that, on, look. Man. Moving on to the next one. So, yeah. We both agree. Dustin Poirier, do your thing. You know, great fight. Both of you Just gentlemen. It, Salute to both of these guys. It was a great fight. Justin Gagey, take a nap somewhere for about a year before so. you decide to come back. Um, all right. Uh, Carlos Condit fought Alex Oliveira. Um, it was an entertaining first round. It was yeah. a one-round fight. Alex Oliveira ended up finishing the fight. Um, uh, with the guillotine, um, and it was on short notice. He only had like what two weeks, it was yeah. like a two week short notice fight. But
1: she was training for another fight in like a month,
0: okay? So yeah. he was still in shape. And Alex Oliver always seems like he's in pretty yeah, good shape. He's one of those guys, he's one of those dudes. But um, Carlos Condit, uh, I think this is four losses for Carlos Condit mm-hmm. in a row.
1: Is it in a row? Uh,
0: it's in a row, yeah. Four L's yeah. in a row, um, and then he also had like a bad injury, so I don't think and he's he had talked a... retirement, he and he's talked too, retirement, you know? um. Me personally, I think this should be it. I would like to see Carl. He has nothing
1: else to prove. He's not a guy that should be a gatekeeper.
0: He's not. He's not. He 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 was a legend. You know, he's been out there. He's been in the game forever. Uh, Carlos Condit, man. If this can get to you anyway, brother, call it quits, man. You got a beautiful family. You're doing your thing. You're a really smart guy you know you know he has like a dope coffee company out yeah. there which yeah. is incredible that yeah. I heard is like awesome coffee out there in New Mexico make coffee man and collect your residuals and you know be like a MMA ambassador right. you know but man stop getting hit in the face bro yeah, nah.
1: um, I don't want to see it I want him to end up like the BJ Penn of it,
0: right, man. Stop that. because scenes. you know what happens, right. man. These dudes end up, man. It, it ends up fucking up their legacy. Yeah. And I end up looking at their legacy like, oh man, because that's the last thing you remember. Right. And then, especially with like new people, when it comes to new people who have never seen MMA, right, they end up seeing it like, oh, this guy, you, this guy is good. Why are they so cheering in right. so much? It's like, look, he's not a, he's not a
1: scrub. I mean, this he's washed now. Fuck.
0: Oh dude, uh, oh dude yeah a couple know. years ago he, he yeah, would have destroyed Oliveira, Al- yeah. but uh but no man i think it's past his time and he even has some like super sad ass like ig post where he was like maybe this is it like bro if you're yeah, if you're questioning it man it's it it's time it. Times, yeah. like carlos kind man you're you're a legend brother i appreciate you but please 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 retire um Alex Oliveira, though, uh, man, how, how did, what's the, what do you think this dude's ceiling is, man? I think this dude could continue growing. I I think he could definitely be consistent top 10 guy, but I don't see him getting, especially at 170, past that mark. I don't see him getting any better than, like, 6 or 7. Yeah. Where do you see Alex Oliveira?
1: I mean, you just look at his last fight with Yancey Medeiros. I mean, that was a, a war. Yep. And Medeiros came out on top. And it Medeiros did. then yeah. lost to somebody that's up, you know, I think Medeiros is dope too, but I, I'm with you. I, I don't see him get cracking that top three, two, one because all those guys, what Cowboy wants to do is, you know, instill his his uh his will on the ground. Right, but these guys in the top five. Oh,
0: dude, they're gonna they're gonna
1: shuck him off, man. And, and here's the thing, or kick they, him in the face if it's Boys. They
0: said like that. Carlos Condit out of his fights has been taken down in something like yeah. two, 17 yes. out of 20 fights yeah. like it's easy to get that little easy. dude to the ground easy. so with these other guys they're way more physically imposing than Carlos yeah. Condit is and honestly a lot of the guys in the top 10 have some solid wrestling you know so mm-hmm. he's not gonna again if you can't get past Yancy Medeiros and Yancey Medeiros is a G I love yeah. dude's style but we could all agree he's not like top 10 right
1: especially not in the 170 weight yeah. class I mean didn't they say uh, Oliveira used to fight at one fifty five? He did. He yeah. did, and he, he was a, he was huge. He was yeah, but he he's
0: still he's not. I don't think he's ready for that man. But uh, keep growing. Yeah, you but know, hey, he great win, great skills. win for him. Great win, especially on short notice. Um, all right, this is the one that I really wanted to get into. Um, Israel Adesanya, Style Bender. Uh, you know, I'm a huge fan. He fought uh, Vittori, who was the number one prospect out of Italy. A uh, big, physical, tough guy. Mm-hmm. Definitely wants to get the fight to the ground. Talk of shit, I talked hell of shit, and uh, man, Style Bender went out there and pretty much did what he wanted yeah, to do.
1: He's almost playing with him, it's like a sparring session.
0: One thing that I'm more so the fight ends up being a quote unquote split decision. Like, first of all, judges, judges in MMA, we, we I feel like we talk about this every week. We need to get better judging. There's no way in hell that that's a split decision.
1: I, I Baffled. And the, even, I'm more speechless. It's crazy. It could have been 30-27. When did he win a round?
0: You can argue that Vittori won the last round strictly because of the takedowns. He ended up getting a lot of takedowns, you know, a couple takedowns. But for me, I never feel that deeply about a takedown if you can't keep, you can't control the guy on the ground. And he never seemed like he had control of bender at one point in time on the ground. So if you can't control him on the ground, how can, and then on the feet, you did nothing. Oh, you can tell was Vittori okay. was terrified The entire time Especially because so, his
1: plan was to just come forward yeah, oh, yeah. I didn't see much of that after the first round Because he was getting tagged
0: and you know what I didn't appreciate about that clown?
1: The fake eye pokes.
0: Did you oh, notice that? Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: The first one, right. and especially when they showed the replay, I was like, yo, that didn't look like an eye poke. Looked like he hit him like in the middle of the face. Yeah, yeah. The next one was a clear elbow. Yeah. And Style oh, Bender blasting him with an elbow. And dude was like, it's yes. an eye poke. Oh, Come yeah, on. And yeah, then yeah, you're like, oh. like that, huh?
1: Exactly. Little fella.
0: Exactly. And we talked about it, man. He was that same clown dude that was talking trash about uh, Adesanya getting knocked out when yeah. he was kickboxing. Yeah. And then... And again, I'm gonna talk about this fight a little bit later on the show, but um, Style Bender man, were you impressed with Style Bender? I know I definitely was. I think he is, you know, he has all the potential. I think this fight was important for him because with this type of event for him, it was it was tough. Yeah, dude has a big block head. He's not gonna go down with a single shot. He pushed him against the cage. He took him down a little bit, so he kind of showed him a little couple holes that he had in his own game. Right. And uh, you know, I think this is. I think this type of fight is gonna make it so that Adesanya is like just a beast from yeah. here on out
1: and I think it's good too for him like you said because that dude Vitari might be one of those dudes that ends his career without getting um, finished right KO he just yeah. made a big block hit. like you said blockhead yeah. dudes that can just take a shot um, but it'll also he's like that rest. dude who fought Zabit yeah one of those type yeah, of ex- dudes exactly like one it's dude. gonna take something crazy to yeah. fucking knock right. the dude out and uh, he was technical he looked good I like it because the Other 85ers are gonna say, Well, that was that was my style. Yeah, just grind him down, That's That's right? not gonna work that easily because that was a big dude. That was a big dude for 85. So he is, he, he's definitely. He uh, didn't say, Well, shit, what do we do?
0: Yeah, one thing I was really impressed with style bender is um, his takedown D, man, uh, especially against the cage. He, especially for somebody from he's from New Zealand he doesn't have like a wrestling pedigree he's a, he's a kickboxer mm-hmm. you know and a great one at that but the fact that he uses it as, as his athleticism the way that he does and the way he's able to use his hips and get his hips out the way create that space and get himself back to the ring mm-hmm. and also every time he uh, he ended up separating he did a great job of like separating with a big elbow separating with a shot not just leaving him with anything right. you know right. so I was really really impressed in watching you know style bender just move and dude his his patience yeah and i think that's what's gonna make him great man he right. doesn't seem like he rushes anything he's not looking for the knockout he's just crazy crazy confident exactly. so uh again i mean, i think this dude has the the opportunity and the ability to be one of the biggest stars in mma if they bring him along the right way right. and not only if they bring him along the right way um Just, again, if he continues developing and growing. You know what I'm saying? So, what what do you think about the fight?
1: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I wanted to piggyback on you. I think he did say something like, when you're confident in your striking, you're not forcing the issue. You're not forcing the knockout. Mm -hmm. It'll come. And that's... You know, you, you. What can you say to that? You can see it. He is confident. What does he have? Over, how many kickboxing fights?
0: Oh, bro, he, bro, you know how these dudes get down, yeah, man. Crazy, His brother's man. like sixty and like ten or something like that.
1: Like they have. It's like second nature to him. Yeah, you know, it is, and he's seen it all. That dude, Vittorio, was a little awkward, but he was getting tagged. Was no,
0: let's getting yeah, tagged. Let, let's not like real. look past that at all. Get he was tagged. getting blasted
1: consistently. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then he was trying to get find a way out by blaming eye pokes, getting a couple mm-hmm. extra minutes to rest and stuff like that. So, yeah, get off of that, Vittorio. That was a five-round fight. That been if, a, if it was a five-round fight, got, fight he, he would have gotten yeah, finished. I'm Absolutely, finished. man. All right. um, That was a great fight, though. It was really entertaining. Um, One of the best fights of the night, Uh, Michelle Watterson and your girl, uh... Um, Casey, man. Yeah. So, um, after watching the fight, it ended up being a uh, split decision going Michelle Watterson's way. Um, I thought it was a great, really entertaining fight. Uh, went both ways. It could have gone either way. Um, I definitely had it scored for Michelle Watterson. Uh, but, man, all in all, man, how would you think, man? What you yeah. feel about the fight? I
1: mean, I, thought, I was surprised that it was a split decision. I thought Casey came to fight and she was in it, but she wasn't able to impose her will. At all. She thought she was going to. Everybody, mm-hmm. and Michelle Watterson said it. Everybody thinks just because you're taller, that means bigger. I have the lower hips and the stronger hips and the, the bigger base. She not gonna take looked me that so much stronger yeah.
0: than Casey, which I was so shocked. Everyone's talking about like, oh, look, they look like they're in different weight classes yeah. and all this other nonsense. Right. But it ended up being Michelle Waterson who actually imposed her well on the ground. Now... Casey again with, on this with the stand up, she looked good. She looks powerful. She mm-hmm. looks like with the hands, nice she's him, absolutely right? more powerful. Yeah. But man, Michelle Waterson started blasting her on the feet yeah. also. Yeah. Um. All in all, great fight. Uh. Both ladies, I think they're both their stock goes up. Like, yeah. Like that's the best that's way I could I put know. it. Their stock definitely know. goes up. Um. Michelle Waterson, um. I think honestly should fight the winner of uh, the Claudia Gadelia yeah. versus um. What's her name? Carla. Carla uh, Esparza. Yeah. That's a That'd good one. Great. You, that, that's awesome. the, the winner there fights that, or she fights like a Tisha Torres.
1: Yeah, I think she fought her already. She beat her, I think. Yeah. She did no, beat her. Tisha, Tisha beat her yeah. last.
0: Yeah, it yeah. was a good fight? It was a, it was good, a good scrap. It was a good scrap. Um,
1: I'm with you on that. I, the same goes with Casey. Like, it's tough because she's had a couple close split decision losses, mm-hmm. like, you know, back to back with Felice. And some people think she beat Felice. I'm a little biased, but I'm trying not to be that here. But that's, you know, Chicago. Um, I thought Felice won too. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, so... Um, but I think she has a lot of room to grow. She's obviously physically imposing. You can't teach that. Um, she's going to keep growing. I don't know how old she is, but she definitely has that warrior spirit. You see it in her. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yo, she comes in scrap, better. man. Yeah, she, yeah she, she both women come in this scrap, man. Um, yo, UFC Fight Night was uh was soft. Yeah, man, but we're going to see. Uh the fight itself, I mean, the car was great. Um, uh, but I want to move on uh to the next one. Um, Something that is was in the media Happened this past Thursday um, I want to touch on uh, Just because It's important And it's so nuts That things like this are still happening And It seems like Because of just, I don't know The, the, the political climate or whatever the case may be People are just paying attention to it more Which I'm happy about But bro, Starbucks Y'all tripping, man, and, and and I'm not gonna say it's all of them, but for uh, those, it's a, those, it's sure. a lot. I'm <laughs> sure it's, it's right. a lot of them because there's another oh, that, God, that, a couple of things that have happened. But uh, this past Thursday, two gentlemen uh, went into a Philadelphia Starbucks and they were um, they didn't uh, buy get anything to drink. They went to go sit down. They're two real estate brokers. They were sitting there waiting uh, for a business associate of theirs, but they're two black guys. Uh, they're sitting down. They're chilling. They weren't buying anything. I guess the manager got freaked out or whatever. Ended up calling the cops. Got these dudes who were doing nothing, absolutely
1: nothing. They're waiting for their friend.
0: They're waiting something. for their friend. Yeah. Got them arrested, and they ended up having to end. Up, they ended up being in prison for nine hours Whoa. until they even were able to leave. And they. Did nothing, yo. This shit has to stop, man. And, and it, it, it's it's incredible how. You know, people just act like just turn a blind eye to it. Like the the crazy thing that I was looking at, like on Twitter and things like that, where the where people were like, "Oh well, you know, we don't know everything that was happening and we don't see what was going on." Dog, we know Nothing exactly else. what's going <laughs> on. It's yeah. two brothers sitting there and somebody didn't feel comfortable, man. Yeah. And and in they salute to anything? right, right it's a Starbucks, dude. I have seen people watch the Super Bowl and order pizzas (laughs) at Starbucks. Yo, I've seen people get lit at those 24-hour Starbucks. The fact that these dudes were just chilling there midday, not dressed like anything crazy, and still got arrested, man, Starbucks, you guys are kind of whack for that, Uh, at least that one. So, it seems like, you know, Starbucks put out an apology, they apologize about it a little bit. It was kind of a weak apology, but you know, whatever. Um, and now they're also saying that they're going to take um, May 29th off, and cl- for eight thousand stores, they're going to do Ooh, like Starbucks has
1: sh- only eight thousand stores. I'm sure. They,
0: I think they're only doing eight. They're closing only eight thousand uh, of them. A yeah, yeah, okay, yeah.
1: Thanks.
0: So, so they're doing that. And they're going to end up uh, doing racial, like, sensitivity training. training. Oh um, yo, man, what, what just, do you, how do you feel about this, Just man?
1: throwing sexual harassment in the workplace, too, while you're at it. Like, what the fuck, man? What are you, it's what? silly, man. Like, no, I'm saying just... just, just what is that really going to do? Like, you know...
0: I think it's important i'm glad that they're actually doing that um my only question is who are they gonna have teaching this stuff i mean it's it sucks that they actually have to do something like that but at the same token if i mean at least now it's actually getting talked about and they're not you know people are actually gonna pay more attention and not just have you know assholes in there just accusing every black person they see of doing something wrong
1: right yeah, no, I, I see what you're saying there. I just, I guess it's one of those things you just wish that they didn't have to do that. You know, it's kind of where you're saying, why, how, how is this still happening? And now we're playing reactive instead of proactive, you know?
0: I mean, um, they're trying to save their ass. So they're doing right. that to try to just appease the public. So That's we, I mean, we know yeah. what they're doing and why they're doing it. But I mean, it's kind of, huff, it's, it's kind of whack that they're, they're, they're trying to, you know, go about it this way and they're, um, And they're thinking, like, well, look, we're going to shut down hella stores. We're going to lose hella money. So, you know, this is whatever. Look, I hope at the end of the day, I hope they pay those guys. I hope they're able to sue Starbucks for a million. They hope each dude gets a bag each. And... If they get a bag each, I'm happy. Yeah. You know? And then again, I think the the manager himself got fired so yeah. good. good. The person who called the cops definitely got fired. But uh, Philadelphia Police Department, yeah. yo, what are you doing? You got Meek locked up on some nonsense <laughs> and now you—you you, he can't get out and you guys are sitting there telling me that there's two dudes just sitting down you arrest them they're not doing anything you can't arrest people that aren't doing anything they didn't commit a crime so the fact that they didn't commit a crime, sitting, they shouldn't even they were just sitting down. Sitting. It's not like they were trespassing. This is you know what I'm saying? Like what are you what are you doing? Stop. And they haven't had people who are sitting down at the place saying that those guys didn't do anything. So at the end of the day, these guys should not have been arrested. Philadelphia I know you The Philly just got a new uh, DA who's supposed to be incredible out right. there and he's like he's not allowing certain shit like this to happen. But yo bro, start cleaning this shit up quicker, man, because yeah. uh you yeah like and set an example that the rest of the country has to follow, man. Shitty cops and shitty, you know, law enforcement, man. Shitty cop is uh, the one who got yeah, a big wasn't it? Absolutely, man. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So shitty. these are things that have to change. I really do hope that something comes from this. People are boycotting Starbucks and shit right now. I don't know if that's really going to do anything. I will say this. If you do feel this way, I mean, I know in all, like, cities they have black and brown-owned, um... Uh, like coffee shops go to those go to those mom and pop shops and, and yet yeah, a coffee might be a little bit more expensive but I guarantee you it tastes better than Starbucks burnt taste uh, <laughs> shitty tasting coffee you know and you'll be supporting the cause so look look try for yeah try know? something different look for you know you know you know community owned you know places damn, damn the monopoly damn all the other nonsense if they're gonna sit there and treat people and then try to like everybody. backtrack the wrong way man fuck them
1: yeah, no, I'm I'm with you, man. Uh, it's just it's just unfortunate that it's still happening in society.
0: Yeah, hey, man. Well, you know, it, it, it's it, it's gonna be something that continues, and I think we both know that we know we all know that kind of stuff. So. Um, I, I think we've talked about it before But people just be out, get out, get active Make sure their voices are heard The more people can do that and let their voices be heard um, I think the better and So, I mean, we'll see what ends up happening, man But, you know, done with it You can see, You want to say one more
1: thing about no, this? No, no, I'm just, I'm with you on it I, I, I'm sick of seeing people justify this type of shit, too Like, they need to own up to their shit they Own up to their shit And, like, what uh, Starbucks is doing And, you know, like you said something good will probably come out of this.
0: Right, right. All right, man, so since I don't want to talk about that depressing-ass shit anymore, Uh, Coming up, man, we have our uh, this week's prospect alert. Uh, Every week we do this prospect alert, man. For those of us who don't know, it's where we go out and uh, give a heads up and a shout out to um, an up-and-coming prospect or, you know, just a a great fighter um, that we are fans of. So uh, I want to go ahead and, uh, you know, give a shout out this week to the Boricua. I had to give one of my people some love. Uh, Christopher Diaz. Uh, he's a super featherweight. Uh, he's a, He comes from uh, from Puerto Rico, but he was actually born in Philly. Man, it's like a whole Philly thing this week. What the hell? He uh, got some more going uh, man, on Man, Joe, you know what I'm saying? Uh, um... Chris's uh, record is 23 and 0 with 15 KOs. Uh, he's the WBO and NABO super featherweight champ. Um, he he's a uh, really really well promoted. Uh, he's actually um, with represented by a top rank. Um, he's the number one ranked W, uh, w- number six ranked WBO fighter. Uh, Boxer in the world right now in his weight class and if you guys haven't seen this uh, Christopher um, Diaz fight yet. Yo, he is the definition of all action Um, Throws I'm talking about five six seven eight punch combinations um, Power in both hands. He comes from a lot of different angles. It's really really good to see um, a guy like this, because especially with um, Miguel Cotto, um, you know, just retiring, you got guys like you know uh, Felix Vargas who who just took an L. You know, mm-hmm. he seems like you know, especially being an undefeated, you know, really really strong pedigree fighter coming from Puerto Rico, he looks like he couldn't he has the opportunity and the ability to be like the next big thing to come from the island.
1: Yeah. Um, Big man, you watched a couple highlights of him, man. What did you think about him? Shit, man. I thought he was somebody else. <laughs> the dude was out there, little little tiny Mike Tyson. Little Puerto Rico Puerto Rican Mike Tyson. Nah, he was he was a beast, man. Uh was, is, and it's just gonna continue to get better. And stronger. he's young. Yeah, he's young, man. I mean, he's like 24 or something like that, man. Super young kid. powerful combos, good at sick timing. I mean, knockout power, both hands. And one thing I'll say, anytime he was knocking dudes out, and it's it's
0: super rare to see small guys with like super like big power, right? right? right. This dude, I'm talking about going backwards, is planning and just dropping bombs on dudes. And I'll say this also when I say j- going backwards, he doesn't do that often. He's like all forward, all action, but he's smart also. You can tell everything that he's doing is actually trying to set things up. He's slightly moving out like the way, traps, we'll he's do. setting traps, he's like throwing his jab out there for certain guys, just gonna kind of lulling people away mm-hmm. with the jab and then he'll blast mm. the right hand in. Um, super fun, man. Um, honestly, I think the sky's the limit for this dude, Seriously. man. Um, when you were watching him, is there any matchups out there that off the bat you can think of?
1: Man, off the bat, uh, man. Shoot. You were thinking like Linadas and stuff like yeah, that? Like yeah, those that's guys? what I just wanted, I wanted yeah. to make sure. Yeah, Linadas, I mean, Linadas and Lomachenko are about to fight. He's got to work up a little bit, but I mean, he, he's going to give those guys problems.
0: If he promise. continues on the path that he's going, absolutely. You know what I'm saying? I would love to see him fight those caliber dudes soon. Um, man, Christopher Diaz, uh, his last fight was actually on the Loma Chingo undercard. Right. So uh, he was able to go out there and actually shows out. And the best thing about him being a top break and actually fighting on those cards is that he ends up being on ESPN. Right. So now he's fought all, He's fought at Madison Square Garden twice. You know, I mean, people are really starting to take note of this kid, man. Um. I hope that, I don't know, he he's, he doesn't have anything scheduled yet. i will um, like to see him, you know, fight sometime, hopefully within like, you know, like August or something around there. Uh, and uh, man, and then get like a really big name dude, man. Yeah. Let's let's pump this dude, man. He's a beast. Um, again, all action. He, he this is the type. He's a dog, man. Right. So it's great to watch. Uh, yeah, Chris Diaz. I think I think he I think he's ready. Yeah. I really do, man. I think he needs maybe one more fight, but uh, man, he knocks he dudes dead. Yeah. I, I'm telling you, we're watching a highlight of this cat, and he ends up tagging this one dude, and they go stiff. Stiff. I'm talking about on their feet, they don't just like crumple. <laughs> like you see, like when Deontay Wilder hits dudes, they just like, it looks yeah. like they explode, right? <laughs> right. Uh, when this dude's hitting cat dudes, they just like, <laughs> plain and simple, go we stiff. Got it, got it, he's razor. Really, uh, right, right. It looks like just straight Zap Buddy and he's gone, man. So, um, Christopher Diaz, salute to you. You're uh, this week 10's prospect alert.
1: Um, we are watching.
0: Yeah, yeah, please, man. Check that brother out. All right. Um... Pop culture, man. There was a lot of crazy stuff, man, that happened this past week. Uh, there's Coachella and yeah. there's Pulitzer prizes and, and 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 NBA WNBA people getting divorced. All kind of crazy stuff, man. Dude. So <laughs> it
1: a lot of people happy though. Hey, hey,
0: hey right?
1: I'm just saying. I didn't even know they were. Still, anyway, anyway. Well,
0: we'll get there yeah. when we get there. So uh, all right. Yeah. So um, going into it, man, Kendrick Lamar. This week makes history by being the first hip-hop um, act, I guess, uh, who received a Pulitzer Prize for his album, Damn. What? So Crazy. We, 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 got, we got Jay-Z with a Peabody. We have Kendrick with uh, w- 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 with a Pulitzer. Yes. Hip-hop is officially here. Yeah. Hip hop has officially taken over.
1: I mean, fashion too.
0: We're in fashion. We're everywhere, man. This is it's it's it was so like. First and foremost, I'm not gonna lie. I I don't know who the hell else gets posters. I I, I don't I, I don't ever hear about when I didn't I'm I hope, I don't know if this is like a big thing. Like yeah. I, yeah, I thought those were just like oh, for books. I thought so too. And stuff like that. But so uh, for albums too. Yeah, you're but wait, so that's right what those, he first. I guess, yeah. I, I guess you're right. You know what? Yeah, it's music. Yeah. It's it's written words it's like poetry. There we go. Yeah. So, but hey, man, the fact that Kendrick was able to do it, um, like man, nigga, I didn't even just win a Grammy. He straight up. I got a, I got a Pulitzer. <laughs> Kick up? Rocks. What's up? Oh, you got a Grammy? Uh, good for you. Check this out. Pulitzer. Nobel uh, next, right? No. I'm Yo, I I'm I'm I was really happy for dude. Um, for me, I was really happy to see hip-hop in that light yeah. um, now <laughs> the funniest thing is I don't know if you saw the video when he won it like this one like mm-hmm. old like super old dusty lady <laughs> was sitting there and she's like yeah the posters are great she's super dusty <laughs> like this old always so she's sitting there and she was like uh you know oh yeah Kendra it's like these two old people oh, right uh, these two colonizers are out there uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, they're, yeah and, and they were uh and they're talking about it, it but he started cracking me up because they're old as dirt you know don't listen to hip-hop they're like oh yeah kendrick lamar he's you know he's one of my favorites i listen to (laughs) damn like you you have not listened to damn damn. you're you're lying your ass off if you're saying you listen to damn oh my god yo it cracks me up but look hip-hop is in the conversation man so i loved it man but and speaking of classic classic hip-hop lauren hill announces a tour for her 20 year anniversary of Miss 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 Education Lauren Hill. What? Um are are you going to go? Do you want to go? How do you, how important do you feel like this is for hip hop?
1: Hell yes. Hell yes. That's huge, man. That that album did a lot for me as a as a kid as it did for others, I'm sure as well. Introduced me to a little bit of a hip hop R and B side of of, of hip hop, you know, not just you know the one twelve type of R and B. This is like the soulful, you know. Just it was like it, it was like, especially when it was like the beginning of like that neo soul. You yeah, had the Erica
0: Badu's, exactly. you know, yes. you had the Jill Scotts, and it was in that same like feel, like that same real soulful feel. Um, in my opinion, it goes down as like one of the greatest albums of all oh, time, yeah. uh,
1: top to bottom. You can listen to every
0: song it, 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 It's like I mean She goes out there Drops one incredible album And it's like Drops the mic She's out uh, If I have an opportunity Absolutely I want to go check this out uh, Yo She's I'll a legend like outdoor too, Oh you know man I mean? Now I will say this I've had buddies That go on the show Of, of Lauren Hill Yo
1: She'll ghost your ass I heard, I, yes, She, will, that. mess, she
0: will mess around And not show late, up
1: But yeah
0: but if she's here, her head's in the right place, yo, I would absolutely go, love yeah. to go check it out. We to have to do that. But I'm going to have to make sure a couple other cities she shows up
1: on time first oh, before yeah. I buy my yeah. ticket. Don't <laughs> come to Chicago first. We'll find your ass. <laughs> <laughs> niggas ain't playing about the money? Because I'm sure this is going to be a top dollar type of event. People will pay for it,
0: though. Oh, yeah, man. No, I, I love it, man. I, I definitely, if I can go, Lauren Hill is the legend. She is, like, the precursor to, in my opinion, like you know what in my opinion she has been the best female MC until like I think Rhapsody I think in my yeah. opinion Rhapsody is like that new wave I yeah. mean still you had Jean Grey Jean Grey is incredible also mm-hmm. I, I'm not gonna knock in there's so, so many awesome you know female MCs out there uh, but that same type of soulful vibe I really get that from Rhapsody yeah, also no, so uh, yeah salute to all the ladies out of hip hop doing a thing and speaking of saluting to the ladies Candace Parker out there wearing those big big boy pants. Uh, <laughs> divorcing Sheldon Williams and Sheldon Williams being the divorcee that he is is getting 400k in
1: the divorce. Crazy. What's she getting? No, she gotta give him 400k. <laughs>
0: She's a breadwinner. That nigga ain't got no goddamn career. Oh, damn,
1: he's so, he so good. Uh, no. who, who? Sheldon Williams? Mm-hmm. When? When he was a Duke? At Duke, yeah. That
0: was about it. He was, he was, he was days, decent that was at Duke, it. but we knew that, man. So, Dang
1: um... I'm sorry. Honestly, I don't, honestly, like I don't even... I don't even know why I brought this up I, I It just seemed entertaining. I, mean, I like Candace so, Parker, too. I, oh, well, there Shit. it is, brother. Really. I'm going to go find her. 6'4", I can do it. I mean... I can do it. God, if you wear some really, you know, some, like, <laughs> Air Force Ones with some, you know, <laughs> with some
0: socks, some real thick socks, man, man. And some
1: fucking heels. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Damn, hey, I, didn't know that, I didn't even know they yo, were still together, honestly. I didn't either. I
0: didn't know. You know, it's funny, because I listened to it. I'm like, yo, Candace is like, my age. Yeah. I can't even, like, the fact that you're, like, married and divorced by 30... Thirty-two years old is depressing. Thank God Fuck. I didn't end up doing and some crazy nonsense like that. <laughs> Yo, and you gotta could give him a bag, not
1: a full bag, just a partial bag. I mean, she, 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 be she in she, there? She,
0: Candace Parker?
1: I could see that. Yeah, I just don't know how. I'm not. I no respect. I just don't if, know how much they get if paid.
0: Any WM, if, NBA, if NBA, any, if any WNBA player makes a million dollars, it's her.
1: Yeah, for sure. That's what, no what no I'm gonna doubt, say. No doubt, no doubt. Aren't more? No, I'm not even gonna sit up here and act like I know all the women basketball players. But
0: Yo. I'm not gonna lie to you. I've never watched the game, <laughs> and I don't intend Shit, I gotta to. Gotta try to
1: get you to watch the NBA. <laughs> no, man. I, I know.
0: I watched the NBA, man. I'm not gonna stunt, man. I watch a little NBA, but no, that's no. about it. All right, man. Uh, Coachella was this past week. Uh, Coachella for those, it's like one of those big. Uh, it's
1: like Woodstock. About yeah, Woodstocky. Right, all right, all right,
0: all right. You know, one of those, you know one of those big music festivals that you know white people get really really excited about. <laughs> Wear um, crazy ass. Yeah, you, goofy you know clothes. people get real hippie like and and try to you know recreate their inner um, Woodstock. That was yeah. good. They, they tried to do their things out there in Cali. You know, smoke hello weed and have a good time. Uh, kudos to that aspect of it, but. uh so Beyonce this year was headliner first time in history they said hey, there was a, a, a black person I believe headlined uh, Coachella and man she did such a good damn job I think they, they they she killed it she killed it she went out there and did what be, and here's the thing she, I'm not the biggest Beyonce fan I know I know no Beyonce nah man I, <laughs> you know what it is and, and this is what I'm gonna say about Beyonce I respect Beyonce there's some of her things that are but she's too pop for me Oh yeah I don't I mean, tend to like Pop music And we can't even stunt and Say that she's like RB Because she's not mm-hmm. She's pop So I don't really Fuck with pop music But I respect Beyonce And honestly I sat here with my lady I, I saw Lemonade mm-hmm. That was You know what I'm saying That that was, that was artistic That was yeah, wonderful I saw, I saw, <laughs> She killed that I love
1: that like, God damn That
0: kind of stuff I, I could watch And I so Salute to Beyonce For going out there Doing a thug Showing all these Pink toes out there That you know <laughs> it is like you know that she can do it and uh and honestly man she put on the show they they, they live
1: streamed it yeah
0: um were you able to check it out how'd you feel yeah, about
1: man. it it was crazy man it, it, you feel like you were there like she did a great job of just incorporating the audience you know bringing everybody you, you felt like shit man like she puts on the show yeah exactly
0: like she has to go down as one of the best entertainers of all time yeah easily you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like I was watching, just watching it, and I'm sitting there it's like, man, she she's entertaining. Mm-hmm. And yo, this is like like an outdoor concert. Right. Like, you yeah, know, one day thing. Hundreds of yards back yeah.
1: into it. You and know. she
0: is out there just rocking it out, man. And then she even brought Jay-Z out there.
1: I had to do that. You know,
0: yo, I appreciate it, you know what I'm saying? Wait, you know, whole was out there.
1: You're the headlining act, and Jay-Z is your you know, your yeah, cameo. Yeah. yeah, it's just a cameo. I mean, Let is,
0: me just bring Jay out right, for a second. Crazy. Hey, you know, so Hov went out there, rocked the stage for a second. You know, they did their thing. So, um, it, it, it's awesome to see. Um, I'm glad that uh, seems like everybody enjoyed the time. Coachella itself, for me personally, do I want to go? fuck no (laughs) i don't want to go to that shit i don't like being in crowds yes so uh i'm gonna stay my myself at home
1: (laughs) what are you gonna say yeah (laughs) Yeah. i'm
0: gonna chill at the crib (laughs) yeah i was gonna say i'll stay my black ass at home but uh but uh yeah damn that you know that's not for me i don't like mud look man i what's the lollapalooza lollapalooza Um, they do La Flues every year, and that joint's like a half mile from my crib. Gosh. I refuse to go. It is. It's always muddy. It's always dirty, and people stink. I want no parts of it. Like but of if I schools. can sit there and watch them on TV, oh, you got me all day. Yeah. You got me all
1: oh. day. Yeah, shit. you don't got to pay for this?
0: Oh, this it's love. It's love. I watch it. Cool, you know. It's
1: expensive to go out there, too. Yeah, y'all have fun. Mm-hmm. I look at people's social media, and I'm like, oh, damn, that looks fun. Yeah, for that 30-second clip. Be out there all day. Dude, you, how you you get feel. tired. Been drinking
0: all day. <laughs> yeah. Sludging around smoking. in the mud. Smoking bud. I can't. Come on, man. Drunk-ass people fucked up. Yo, I can't eyes do it, in the back man. of head. Nah. I can't do it. I can't. I don't like drunk people. No. I don't like drunk people that no, much.
1: Just They're me. belligerent. Nah, no, I'm going say that. But yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Not for us. Not for us. Yeah. Speaking of 420... J. Cole has announced he's dropping an album. J. Cole is back. Um, Dropping a new album this, this week. Comes out on 420. Um... The album is called K.O.D. Kids on Drugs. Oh, shit. Uh, artwork and everything was just uh, released today. Uh, really, really dope artwork, actually. Yeah. Um, but um, I'm excited about the album. I think uh, J. Cole is one of the leaders of the new school, so to speak. I think you got Between Him, you got K-Dot, uh, you got Nipsey, you got Dave East. Um, those are like the young dudes that honestly are, are killing the game. And I think lyrically, you know, what hip hop they really embody hip hop in that like that essence of like those old school dudes yeah. is this that you know th- those those four mm-hmm. or five dudes i just named so um Shit. i'm excited um, I will say this I thought his last album was mm. kind of trash yeah,
1: yeah, that's why he needs to bring it with this one
0: but everything before and after you know it's, it's been great yeah. so J. Cole I hope he comes with it I cannot wait I, I definitely, we'll definitely break this down oh, next time okay.
1: we have to yeah, yeah. absolutely be, have to break I'll it down that'll be on rotation in the car that'll be on rotation on Friday absolutely he released one track already it was dope
0: Oh yeah. Dude, yeah dude dude, is sick yeah. he, He's sick man And um, the track was dope Yeah um, I can't wait I really Like I feel like a kid Waiting for Christmas Not only is it 420 But then uh, not At the same time uh, J. Cole's dropping An album that day It's gonna be You know Ridiculous So um, Salute to J. Cole Can't wait to hear that album Uh <laughs> On a side note, <laughs> it's not pop culture, but it's crazy. You know, so it's tax t- this week, tax week, tax day. Hope everybody got that. Did again? you
1: get it done? I hope you. Mr. Sam.
0: You know I'm what I'm saying? Old. You know, uh, Uncle, try, Sam, Uncle Sam, something like that. You said definitely said Mr. Sam.
1: Shit.
0: Hey, well, Mr. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Mr. <laughs> Sam, Uncle Sam, whoever that white me you know, <laughs> Exactly. Shit. Whoever buddy is, um, you know, uh, that was this week. So I'm over there getting them done. H and our block hanging out. Get them done, man. Next thing I know, I hear like a little argument back and forth. It's tax time. People start freaking out a little pissed. bit. You know, people <laughs> get pissed. You <laughs> know, it was two of the employees in the place got to argue full on argument I turn around, yo. Scrap. Think they're scrapping, bro? Really? It results in the fist of cuffs.
1: What did you it do? It was ridiculous. Yo, yo, somebody. I, dude, I, I, I they look
0: back. I'm like, yo, is anybody gonna handle this? It was. Uh, you know, I've never seen anything. Both the point, as you. you uh, man, I was gonna referee that. <laughs> if, I was, if anything, I was just gonna be the spectator. You <laughs> get your clone out. Oh, uh, bro. It, and they put it on like World Stars, some <laughs> nonsense. Tax time. Were scrapping though. Yo, TV scrapping.
1: Women? Two women. Whoa. Two
0: women. It was like two old women at that.
1: What do we match? about
0: oh, here oh yo <laughs> yo
1: it's y'all's last i don't know when it was it, but yo getting down to the last day y'all should it be was fucking happy the fun, like i've never seen anything like that live i had
0: uh yo i giggled so hard i didn't see your face oh dude i didn't know what to do like <laughs> as i was leaving like the tax like they, they they kicked us out like i was almost done like with it they're like yo we'll take everything we have everything else like i'm sorry <laughs> like whatever yo
1: well, y'all better find another deduction for
0: this <laughs> <shit>. <laughs> straight <laughs> up like i'm not paying for this like All you right, take here, this
1: off. yeah, find a way. Yo, it was it was the funniest thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> Wild as hell. Um, <laughs> this is downtown Chicago,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: over there at Thompson Center. It was ridiculous. I got mine's there two years ago, actually.
0: Yo, it was ridiculous, man. So, um, the wildest thing I've seen oh, in a while, shit. the fight. <laughs> Yo, the f- yeah, right, right,
1: right, where you go.
0: Um all right, man. Changing gears <laughs> slightly, I had to bring that up, but unfortunately, I'm gonna have to be like this Debbie Downer for a second. We're about to talk about some fights. Oh, we, we got one more thing to talk <laughs> yeah, about, yeah, man. Okay. Um, today, um, there was like a super awful tragedy. Uh, Southwest Airlines. Oh yeah. Um, it's there was like a flight coming from New York going to like Dallas. Uh, one of the engines exploded. Shrapnel came out. Um unfortunately (laughs) there was um one fatality but um one of the positive things I'm gonna say is that from all accounts it sounds like the pilot um who I believe was a young lady uh but um saved a lot of lives that day I mean they they were able to land in in Philly (laughs) Philly again you know uh but they were able to land in Philly um and she definitely saved you know everyone else's life on that plane so uh And it seems like Southwest is taking care of it the way that they know. It seems like it was like a freak thing. But it seems like Southwest, who, let's not forget, is like, in my opinion, one of the best airlines out there. they know what they're doing. You know, and it seems like they're taking care of it the right way. And unfortunately, like I said, that young lady, there's one young lady seems like they passed. Um, But um, a lot of lives are saved by that, like, awesome, awesome um, uh, pilot. So I just wanted to say that. And more, more than anything else, you know, obviously, you know... You know, hope you know for the family. I feel bad for the family and everything of the young lady who uh, didn't yeah, make it. And, and everyone should definitely look into that. But uh, for the pilot who saved all the lives, I just wanted to give you know, you know, uh, recognition for that as well. Yeah, you know, because that's not there. Obviously, the
1: engine blowing up is nobody's I fault. Shit, sure, you don't expect that. You know?
0: Yeah, just want to bring that up real quick because I felt like it was important that it happened today. Now, uh, sorry about that. We're going to shake that off uh, and uh, we're going to go into some fights. Um, Bing, bing, bing. Right? Mm -hmm. So, um, yo, UFC Chicago that's coming up June 9th is possibly the most lit card of the year.
1: It is.
0: In Um, terms of name value? Name value, it it is right there. Their respective
1: divisions.
0: So, B, I want you to do me a favor, man. Uh, man, read, read just the main card to the people.
1: Fuck, man. I
0: have to cut. A fuck.
1: Yeah. And they're coming to Chicago. We're and here. It's right here. Right here. Yo, okay. Okay, we're going to start off. See, I mean, name value is big, and we want to see it, so why not? But CM Punk. 0-1 but Dude. CM Punk versus 0-1 hey, Mike man, Jackson when
0: you were supposed to talk about like the card I was <laughs> no expect, I wanted to talk about like real fights let's on go. the card you All gonna right, bring him that bullshit I know I'm
1: just bullshit cause it's CM Punk <laughs> come on copy. man alright let's go we got Claudia Godella Carla Esparza big fight means a lot in that division You go up a little further. Holly Holm, Megan Anderson.
0: Whoa, I mean that's a crazy. Uh, Megan Anderson, man, we've been we've been waiting for Megan to to come to the states for a while, so that's gonna be crazy. Benavidez, Pettis, (laughs) uh, little Pettis.
1: Yes. So, so
0: yeah, Sergio Pettis and uh and Joseph Benavidez. (laughs) Oh man, you got Joseph Benavidez, who's for the little guys of MMA is a legend yes. if you think about it if it wasn't for Demetrius Johnson he'd be the greatest featherweight out. of all or uh, yeah, yeah. Of all, a flyweight of all time yeah. so He's, man that's and then when Sergio Pettis Anthony Pettis' little brother um, has all the potential in the world oh man I can't better, wait Yeah. better
1: and then we'll just keep going yeah uh, does Arlovskan Ty Tuyuvasa
0: oh, oh Ty they, um, yeah. um, uh man I can't remember how to say his last name oh. Taya Tuiva, yeah, Taya yeah. Tivasa, yeah, This heavyweight Yo, I am so nervous for Andrei Olofsky I don't know if you guys thing. have ever Man. seen this dude Um, This kid seems like he might be You know, he's a big Samoan dude Uh, He's out of New Zealand mm, He was Australia. in the, he, Australia He was yeah. in the last card over there Yo, he, for a heavy dude He is explosive He is easy. so explosive He's a heavyweight limit Yes all, 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 every bit of two sixty five, oh. lays, hammers, and he's explosive. I'm be honest with you, just off the bat, I think, oh, I think. Round. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think Andre Alaskan is going to get his head knocked yeah. clean off his shoulders, man.
1: Yeah, I think so, All too. All right. Alaskan has become a gatekeeper. Right? Oh, yeah, man. But, yeah, but, he, but,
0: you know, he, he cracks me up, man. Because then he next end ends up knocking knock out, somebody, knock dude. somebody. Nasty.
1: Right, exactly. So, man. He keep fighting. We that love should be you, That bro. should be an entertaining
0: fight, man. Who's uh, next
1: on the card? We got my boy, Alistair. Oh, gosh.
0: Who's he fighting? Who's he fighting? Tell him we fight. fighting?
1: town on Curtis yeah. Blades. Um, oh.
0: Look, man. Uh, I... I'm high on Curtis Blades, man. I, I think that this fight, just off the bat, Curtis Blades with his wrestling bat, uh, pedigree, Alistair Orvrim, I'm going to call it now. I think he's definitely on the down end of his career. Yeah. Um, this is a perfect opportunity for Curtis Blades to go in there
1: and just blitz this blitz cat, him. man. Make so a this name dude,
0: Absolutely, man. So this card is Home crazy. Town. Go on to the next one. Go on, go on to the uh, next for one. The,
1: the interim welterweight championship. Mm. RDA, Rafael Dos Anjos and your boy. Mr. Boomerang Kobe. himself. Hey, Covington. Damn.
0: Kobe Covington. Yeah, Alright, you're not even gonna talk about this he fight. got sun last got week. got sun last yeah. week, but that still should be an entertaining it'll fight be because fight. it'll be entertaining yeah, to see Rafael Dosanos knock beat the hell out of somebody. Yeah, beat the hell out Alright, well, look, I'm excited for that card. Um It's amazing that this is the first time they've actually ever had a pay-per-view card here in Chicago. In the summer. In the... Yeah, and sometime in the summer. So I appreciate it. Finally, we have something to look forward to here. Um,
1: The championship, though.
0: Oh, oh, but we're not even done. Oh, I'm sorry. How can I forget? We have one more. We still have
1: another. (laughs) This card is incredibly stacked. Robert Whitaker. And I'm gonna let you say the
0: Cubano himself. With the Cubano. (laughs)
1: Yes.
0: The soldier of God, Mr... I love you <laughs> Yoel Romero oh, oh man, man. I, I, I'm, I you know how I feel about this fight yeah. the fact that this fight this card is incredible I think it's gonna be if it all still holds together Let's pray to the Ladies MMA gods, fucking, wherever nothing. they are. Please keep all these people healthy for another month and a half so we
1: can see this incredible event. When is it? June? June 9th. Oh, my gosh. Crazy.
0: Can't wait. So, look, man. Um, this should be a great card. Uh, I can't wait to talk about it more. Obviously, we'll end up uh, breaking it down um, more in the future, especially uh, yeah. when we get closer to the event. Some other big
1: names. On yeah, there, absolutely. Too. So,
0: But we'll talk about it when we get there. Um, This past week in uh, MMA, especially after watching, you know, Dustin Poirier, Justin Gagey's fight, everyone was super high on that fight. (laughs) Everybody except for our boy. My boy.
1: (laughs) Kevin Lee. You know, uh, you know.
0: (laughs) Kevin Lee, the headliner for this week's uh, UFC Fight Night. Um... Who's also the I think number three ranked? Uh, or no, number four ranked? Is it Probably number four, or four or five? Shoot,
1: I gotta look at that. He's a
0: uh, well, one he's one top to one, or four, or four, yeah, four, four or five. Um, in the the light lightweight division, in the UFC, um, says that Dustin Poirier versus Justin Gagey was not a championship level fight. Wow. <laughs> Yo, I, I love this. For, I love this from <laughs> I Kevin Lee. Said it, I love this from <laughs> Kevin Lee, man, because Kevin Lee is keeping it a buck. Mm -hmm. And the fact that... Honestly, you you do look at that like I, those. I think okay. I, I say that Justin Gagey and Dustin Poirier are championship level. um ha oh, ha. Oh, oh, okay, so they ah, just had no way, so man. wow. So they had Dustin Poirier leap for for uh, Kevin Lee after beating Justin Gagey Wow. Okay, so this is a good time to point out that the UFC rankings ain't shit.
1: <laughs> God damn. You
0: know. So this dude how is it Possible that Kevin Lee just fought for the interim belt against Tony Ferguson, who's ranked number two. That's the only fight he's had since then, and it was a close fight, right? And he drops to six. How is that even possible?
1: That's nuts, man. That's
0: what is going on? So they that's trash. We already know. So yeah, he weekend. he's gonna fight this weekend. Number five, Edson Barbosa. We'll talk about that in a second. But um do you agree with Kevin Lee? Do you feel like that was a championship level fight? I
1: don't I don't agree, because they are championship material. I do too. But I think so too. I see what he's saying in terms of and that's the problem that's always plagued Dustin Poirier. He gets to that that top level and then has something stu- has something happen where he stumbles. Even, you know, absolutely. that happens. But so I think he's always in this class where he's just right under the championship guys. But he's I got his so. chance now. He's got his chance. And again, Kevin Lee's trying to he's trying to get that fight too. Shit. So, absolutely. You know, absolutely. Uh, because
0: you know what? I'm gonna say this. If Kevin Lee gets past his incredibly difficult fight this weekend yeah. with Edson Barbosa. I would love oh, yeah. to see Kevin Lee fight um, Dustin Poirier. Yeah. Because I'm be honest with you, um, I don't think Eddie Alvarez seems like he's interested in that fight. Um, and if he isn't interested in that fight, Kevin Lee versus Eddie Alvarez would be great. Kevin Lee versus Dustin Poirier would be great. Yeah. Um, i like to see any of those type of matchups. Um, Justin Gaethje, bro, I'm sorry, man. Number seven, I don't see you getting any closer to that shit, man. No. So, I'm
1: all right. Justin Gaethje versus Diaz. Now, we're looking at this, but. Yeah,
0: right. Cool. Um, so, check it out. Um, moving on to the PFL. PFL actually just did a new revamp. Uh, I don't know if everybody saw it. Um, but the, prefer- the Pro Fighters League um, is about to start their tournament style uh, competition. Uh, they're definitely doing legitimate tournaments. Uh, they're taking a specific amount of fighters. And they, they put them in a bracket, they ranked them, they put them in a bracket, and that's how they're going at it. The first event is actually going to come up, coming up June 7th um, in New York. They have another event the follow or two weeks later, on the twenty fifth of Thursday here in Chicago at the Chicago Theater. It's the Chicago that's Theater? yeah, that, that yep, sorry, that's round bro. two. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and after New York and Chicago, I stopped caring. So sorry. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> we'll figure
1: it out from there. Yeah. We'll go from there.
0: So um, yo, I personally love the way the PFL is doing this. Uh, I love that the. the uh, and honestly, the people are stacked, man. B, uh, what do uh, you feel about it, man? And, uh, yo, who do, who, who do they have in this first round?
1: Yo, uh, they got our boy. Yup. Yeah. They got our boy. Yup. Yeah. Say his name for us again. <laughs> Shit. Nah, uh, who else? They got Will Brooks. Fucking Andre. Big big dog. Andre Harrison.
0: There we go.
1: Uh, Episode Mike one, Kyle.
0: prospect alert.
1: Ramji Najim. <laughs> former UFC guy, Jake Shields, Rich Story, Tiago Tavares, some big names, some big names that aren't, I don't think they're over the the hill.
0: I'm going to go out on a limb right now. He was our episode
1: one prospect alert. He's getting that meal.
0: Our boy is going to get that meal. Mm -hmm. Andre Harrison, the bull, is going to get the chip. I'm going with it I'm going out on a limb already I'm saying our guy Our prospect Our episode one prospect alert I definitely believe Not just because I'm actually high on him As you know Just because he was a prospect alert I legitimately believe He has the skill set To beat everybody Um, in this
1: Yeah
0: Everybody who's in this competition I absolutely believe In his weight class He can destroy Especially right now So um, I love what the PFL is doing I love the idea I love the idea And uh, It makes every event special Yeah And the fact that they're doing it and making it feel special, giving it a championship feel, because that's how, honestly, I feel like people can go ahead and truly get attached to, you know, fighters. They can do a better job like this, telling people's stories. We can get just as much invested in this, maybe not to the same extent, but is the same, similar feeling like, like a March Madness. Right. So when the championships are are this December, exactly. So when the, you know, the last part of the year, when they have their championship event, we've been watching these guys story the entire year i love this i love this idea i love what the pfl is doing um salute to you guys and your entire team you know I, I can't wait to see what's coming in the future with the pfl
1: yeah no man i think it's a great idea and just like you said piggyback on that when they get to that championship round they're fighting for a million dollars cyborg when she fought for that championship she got a half a mil and i think that's really what most ufc champs get is a half a mil. That's, Yep. And that, they're not getting the advertising sponsors because of Reebok, so <laughs> there's opportunity everywhere. PFL you know making a name for themselves.
0: PFL starting to do their thing. Bellator already's here. Oh, yeah. Um, the UFC needs to continue making adjustments and continue growing because if they do not, oh yeah, they're gonna get caught. I mean, look, it's already to the point now that we're legitimately talking about three organizations, mm-hmm. you know, and had that have a specific buzz about them. Now, granted, yeah, we're balls deep in, you know, pause, but we're balls deep in this. So we're, you know, we we're we're all about it. But at the end of the day, you know, they're legitimate athletes out there. And it's also saying that, you know, these top guys don't have to just fight with one right. organization. Right.
1: Hell yeah.
0: Yeah, man, so that's cool. Um, I was going to talk about Vittori, you know, Vittori who lost to Stylebender this week. He felt he won. But, Vittori, check this out, bro. You're not even worth half a bar, bro. (laughs) Fuck out of here, bro. You might actually get better. Come on, man. Get get real, bro. Like, Vittori, Stylebender will beat you any day of the week. 100 out of 100, Stylebender wins that fight. You should
1: watch that again.
0: On to the next one. Um. All right. This little dude has been consistently, consistently in the news. Um. <laughs> the. I guess he thinks he's a maybe he's a blood. I don't know. I guess he's blood. He's a little gang affiliated type of brother. Takashi Five Nine. Guess
1: if you wear red. Takashi
0: Five Nine with tag uh, is, right? is back in the news, and he's out there saying he's gonna like whoop Adrian. He's like talking shit to Adrian Broner. Um, Asian Broner, who's headlining uh, the Showtime card this weekend in Brooklyn yo takashi 59 <laughs> I know what you're doing man you're out there you're talking a little shit trying to go viral making a name for yourself you and Bad Barbie and the little Asian girl who's mm-hmm. 9 years old is out there jumping <laughs> on tables acting wild <laughs> it's all to get clicks man I truly don't believe these people are about that life.
1: So. Until Broner run up. So on it's me. what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> what are you gonna do? Adrian Broner is known. He's knocked dudes out on the strip in Vegas just because. Like, do you think when he's out there, first and foremost, Adrian Broner has made millions, he's made M's yeah. his entire career. Yo, Takashi59, you don't have money like Buddy does. Throwing up that so, you all here throwing up 200K?
1: Come on,
0: man. You know the funniest thing about that video? So, he had a video where he was throwing up, He's talking trash, says he got check in, he says he's putting, so they had a bet. It's $200,000 that Adrian Broner loses and gets knocked out. That's what Takashi59 says. This dude starts throwing these, these stacks, right? First of all, who's going to pick up the money? <laughs> That's the first thing I thought of. I was like, yo, that's going right. to suck to pick shit? up. Yeah. Why are you just right. picking this up? What are you doing? Man? But here's the funniest thing about it. Buddy had his tag <laughs> still on his shirt. Yeah. Yo, man, it's I don't care what you say. It's a jersey. It's a Philly's jersey. Philly. Probably about It's a bucks. Philly's jersey. And you out here with a tag still on? You got, you got all these big expensive chains on. But but you, but you but you but you got it. But you have your tag on your shirt still. At least somebody, whoever the guy video man, tuck his somebody tag tells, in. Somebody tuck the tag in, know. man. Yeah. Um, yo, this is what we yeah. were talking about. It. I think it's, who who was the one when they were thinking about doing this video? Because Takashi Five and I went out there and said that um, he was like, yeah, man, uh, what's dude's name? So if you're gonna do a video dissing down. the dude, we all know you already know his name. And then. They had the money like lined up and stacked on the they floor. Can rehearse so,
1: shit, man. Could you
0: imagine, like, okay, bro, so you're gonna say this, and I'm gonna say this, and and this is how we're gonna do, it, and then I'm gonna get it, and I'm gonna throw the money in the air, and that's how we're gonna right. do it, and
1: yo, we're, we're gonna become strippers,
0: bro. Exactly. He made it rain on himself. Who makes it rain on themselves? It's like when Floyd did that shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's a stripper. Yo, this dude Takashi 59 made it rain on himself. Who does
1: that? Oh, God. So,
0: I mean. look, man, he's a clown. Adrian Brunner shouldn't even pay, dude. No, never really mind, man. man. But uh, whatever. Um, Canelo Alvarez, sticking with boxing. Canelo Alvarez had his hearing for his uh, taco meat scandal, uh, for his computer all uh, he popped up for. Uh, he got suspended for six months. <laughs> um, for popping hot twice on a piss uh. test, I have to say six months is very, very, very hey. generous. Shit. Uh, And obviously, they. I think they want that Triple G fight again. Yeah. But that's not what I want to talk about. Damn Canelo. What I want to talk about is Triple G and Team Jordan put out a video on IG and like a a promo video this week or yesterday, where it's um abel sanchez uh triple g's uh trainer sitting there eating a steak oh I'm killing and it too! It so sm- the steak looks delicious delicious it was one of the best looking steaks i've ever seen <laughs> it was like perfect perfect medium oh it was beautiful it's actually a little medium rare i yeah. loved it yep, yep. had some mashed potatoes with it oh man it looked great cut up in pieces you know what i'm saying like dude was <laughs> like, smashing didn't need to do that and then he went out there and they 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 showed Triple G going to work. And he says, the only special ingredient we need is hard work. And then it goes to black and it pops up and it says, no draw. Yo, team salute to Team Jordan. Yeah. Salute to Triple G. Triple G, I used to say, and I was a firm on I felt that Canelo be Triple G. Damn that Triple G for that I am forever a <laughs> you fan now, You're my boy I'm cheering for you for Against anybody Unless you're fighting Against Charlo If you're going Against the Charlos You know who I got you're Fucked you, Cause you're gonna get Your face knocked off Son So um, Yo how'd you feel About the video Hey man, man
1: I'm with you, <laughs> you, know, it, to you. it was dope man bro. I mean honestly I mean Be real It made me want To eat a steak But man. Uh, Not a steak With the Mexican supplements
0: well, no I wanted to steak With the Mexican, yeah, the Mexican
1: supplements We want those Nah I mean it, it, If anything It made me want to Watch the fight Even more now So I'm hoping That six months Really happens We set a schedule It brings some drama And let's do this shit let's Yo what, What's Canelo's What's his response He can't yeah, say nothing do He
0: can't say anything to. man But I will say this Big drama show. Oh, The big drama show. Triple G always talks about this is absolutely the big drama show. I love it. It
1: might have been what the fight needed a little bit. It might you
0: know, have been because like, you know what? Have they i have been think... kind of cordial. Exactly. This gives it a little bit of up to it. And uh, I'm really excited. I'm really happy uh, that they did that. So, um, man, mm-hmm. with all this boxing, we're talking boxing. Let's stick with it. And uh, just jump into the card. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about, because uh, there's there's a lot of events this weekend. There's a big Showtime boxing card um, that's going to be in Brooklyn. And there's also UFC Fight Night Kevin Lee versus Edson Barbosa. Um, this Showtime card is stacked. Um, uh, people who realistically are going to be the next big thing in the sport all like three of these guys um, honestly four of these guys could legitimately be the face of boxing before you know it I'm gonna start at the bottom and then we'll work our way to the main event um, the first fight is Javante Davis uh, Floyd Mayweather's Tank. quote unquote protege Tank Davis uh, versus uh, Jesus uh, Um Tank Davis for those who don't know is 19-0 um, Jesus is 28-2 and 2. Hmm. um I don't see this fight going the distance. <laughs> um, I, I think um, Celar is, is really tough. He's a, he's a solid fighter. He's gonna get his face knocked off. I, I think this is a perfect opportunity for Javante Davis to go out there, make a statement, a put his crowd. punches together, yeah, in front, in front of yeah, a big crowd. And I think he's gonna just completely run through this kid. Um, I've been watching um, a bunch of this this tape on uh, Javante recently. And I'm gonna say, if he continues with the he he can go far. Yeah. I do I think that he can beat Lomachenko. Uh, I don't know about that. Do. But Power. but you know what, man, his style he's so explosive, man. I my only concern, my only concern, and this is my only concern for this dude, really, because he has all the all the attributes. Is I don't know where his head's at. Right. It seems like, it seems like I don't know, man. It seems like he's not as hungry, at least from the outside looking in. Obviously, I'm not in Buddy's camp. I don't know, but from the outside looking in, it seems like he's he might, you know, he might not be as hungry, man. And um, if he slips at all, somebody like uh, Saylar could actually be, you know, come up with a big upset. I don't see that happening, but uh, I I definitely. it could happen in the future if he doesn't, you know, get his get his act together. Um, he's already kind of going back and forth with Floyd with some stuff, so I don't know, man. So how do you
1: feel about it? Yeah, no, I'm to I'm piggyback, piggyback right off that. Uh, in his last fight, he didn't make weight. Nope. And he didn't look very good. If that's not a wake up call, especially in a camp like Floyd's, where I mean, it's top of the you know top of the top, top of best of the best. If that doesn't wake you up and get you going. You know, it, it, even talking about millions, you know, um, you know you missing out on potential millions coming from nothing. You got to
0: Show seems, me what you got. You know fight. what the thing is, man, and this is what I'm worried about. And I, and I think I heard uh Paulie Malignaggi talking about it this week on some show or whatever. Um he was saying it seems like a lot of these dudes are too interested in the status and the idea of being a champion as opposed of like a Floyd Mayweather yeah. actually you know wanting to be a legend right. and wanting to be the best of all time. He might be... He might want that, but it seems like he might get distracted from time to time. He's, like, right. fighting the clubs and shit and doing all kind of nonsense with Adrian Broner. He's right. being a goofball. You know right. what I'm saying? He's being a complete goofball. Right. So... I hope he gets... I hope this shows, like, some development and some maturity. I mean, he's a young kid. He's only, like, 23 or whatever. Right. Or... He might be older than that now, but... He's still young. He has a lot to go, long way to go. So I have Tank knocking his face off by the sixth round. Yeah, I say six round KO Tank Davis.
1: Yeah, I right. <laughs> fully agree. All right, I just hope he gets this shit together.
0: Straight up. Next up, we have Jermel, Hitman Charlo, twenty six and zero, versus Hugo Centeno, who's twenty six one. And look, I wanted to bring this up because. I, I, I'm gonna I'm first to admit I didn't know a lot about Hugo Santana, right? Um, I know that he was highly touted. I know that he and the Charlos were all in that same crop of uh, you know guys, little you know, 154 pound dudes that were actually doing work. And you know now he and uh, Charlo have obviously both moved to 160. Yo, 26 and one, and Buddy only has one KO yo man 154 pounds yo like and then so i so i'm gonna say this if you don't have knockout power you're not gonna deter Jamel charlo from coming after you Mm -hmm. so that's already one knock that i have on centeno right the next thing i was thinking about this fight is that centeno honestly he's real skillful right super skillful um, super fast hands Really long He's tall for the weight class He's 6'1 um, Throws good combinations
1: But he gets hit He gets hit He
0: gets hit a lot Yeah
1: And know.
0: he gets hit by honestly Guys who aren't that impressive Right Um What's his name? Um, Julian um, Williams. Julian Williams, who uh, Charlo KO'd not too long ago. That's where where uh, Hugo Centeno's L came from. Ooh. Uh, the fight was stopped mm-hmm. via headbutt. Uh, but, yo, man.
1: Is he getting touched?
0: He was getting touched up. Mm. Not only was he getting touched up, he was getting out physicaled. Yeah. And if you're getting out physicaled, when you're about to come in and fight Charlo, who, if you guys haven't seen him, dude is diesel right now. Shit, ah, that's gonna be That'll rough. Be a long night. Or so that's two. Short night. So, so that's two. <laughs> and again, um, with those just two things itself, um, I do not believe Hugo Centeno has anything for Jam- Jamel Charlo, or I'm sorry, yeah, uh, Jamal Charlo. I'm sorry. Jamal fights at 54 I meant to say Jamal Charlo uh, I, I really do I think Jamal has The best jab In the middleweight division right now He's the only guy I've seen at the division Actually drop people with his jab He's dropped top flight you know, Opponents with his jab um, he, he tears through dudes He he throws You know, He has power in both hands um, He's physical He gets in your face And he's possibly the most technically sound fighter in that weight class. His hands are never in the wrong position. He always gets back. He doesn't just defend um, with his head. He has good head movement. He has good defensive movement with his hips and he moves well with his feet. So he can defend with his feet, he can defend at his hips, he can defend with his head. Um, If you watch the knockout that he had against Julian, he ended up catching a counter Big, he, he countered the right hand, caught it with his glove against his head, and fired an uppercut
1: mm.
0: to one of the most devastating knockouts I've ever seen. Um, I don't see this, this fight getting out of the fifth round.
1: I hope it goes that far just so we can get some entertainment value out of it. (laughs) But uh, you got to bring some power or something to get with this. You
0: have to come. You have to bring something to the table, not just a clean skill set. Just being technical. Yeah, Yeah, you can't.
1: These guys are technical, too. You know, they're fighting one of the best camps, if not the best, in the world. So, so, uh,
0: Obviously, I'm going with Charlo. Now, the main event. This is the one fight that I actually... (laughs) I I I I was I'm I'm gonna make a pick, but I'm still up in the air, right? Mm -hmm. Adrian Broner, thirty-three and three versus Jesse Vargas. Jesse Vargas, um, in my opinion, is very similar style to Mikey Garcia. Super technical, stays in your face, great chin, Mm -hmm. good power, stays busy. Yep. Adrian Broner, granted, he's at a new camp now, so I'm interested to see how he'll uh, perform. And I don't want to count out Adrian Broner. Yes, he's lost three fights. Yes, he's come on hard times, I guess you can say, as of late. He's like three and three in his last six fights. Mm-hmm. But dude, he's so skillful, man. It's hard to it's hard, 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 hard to like pick against him, man. He because you know he has all the ability. Right. His only issue is between his ears. Yeah. So I, I'm really, really curious to see how he's gonna continue developing. You know what I'm saying? Um. <laughs> I keep on saying, with that being said, but with that being said, <laughs> I think I gotta go with Jesse Vargas jesse vargas is i think is going to be able to stay in his and i he's going to be able to stay in his grill throw a lot of punches throw punches and bunches adrian broner has always reverted back to not throwing enough punches if adrian Broner does not go out there and throw punches he's going to lose just like he's lost to everybody else he lost to sean porter that way he lost to uh maidana that way and he lost to a mikey garcia that way Just not throwing enough punches. Right. And we saw what happened when he actually puts his punches together against Sean Porter. And that was in the last awesome. round. Awesome. You dropped dude in the 12th. Right. Why are you waiting really to the right. 12th to actually throw your hands?
1: Like, fuck all that trying to be flashy and all that Get in there and, and box. Do what you do.
0: Yo, he tries to, like, do that, like, whatever show that, you know, right. Floyd Mayweather does way too often. Man, go out there, Can't be your own fighter, you. and knock dude's head off. Right. If he goes out there and fights like that, and honestly, he
1: can. Right. He can. He
0: can, Definitely but he can. if he doesn't, man, I'm telling you right now, he gets worked. Yeah. If he doesn't. So I'm he gonna can't go. I can't that I can't like
1: can't afford that. I can't
0: lie, man. I have to go with Sometimes Jesse Vargas. Vargas. I gotta Vargas. go with
1: Vargas. But
0: uh
1: Adrian, You wanna go with for Broner, you know what I mean?
0: You wanna go with yeah. it. Like my heart goes out to Broner. I like Broner. But uh you, yeah, man, I gotta go with um
1: I gotta go with Vargas on that one, man. Who you got? Yeah, I'm thinking that too. I mean again, we wanna see what changes. Uh, Broner has come up with which which is what makes it even more exciting but from what we've seen so far sometimes when fighters get in trouble they resort back to their bad habits, Dude. and a fighter like that seems to be just his kryptonite. Right, you know, we see it, it with MMA face. all the time. Right, exactly. Dudes getting
0: rocked. They like Justin Gagey. We're just talking about with Justin Gagey. You expect somebody like that to revert back and go to wrestling? Unlike Justin Gagey, Adrian Broner isn't gonna start like going to brawl. Mm-mm. He's gonna just gonna go back into his shell and not throw punches. Right. So try and land that one blow. Right. No. he tries to pot shot people too much. Yes. it's too many pot shots, man. If he throws combinations and when he actually puts his hands together he's hard to beat right so we'll see. Um, I'm really looking forward to this card. This card is Saturday night. Okay. Um, it's going to be bananas. So, uh, Showtime, man, salute to you guys. Man, keep doing it, bro. Okay. Showtime and all those guys over there are just destroying, man. Just card after card after card. It's just ridiculous. All right, man. Um, next, uh, the only other event this weekend is UFC Fight Night. Uh, Kevin Lee versus Edson Barbosa. Going to Atlantic we're, City. We're going to just rifle through these because some some of them, I mean, yeah. again, not as big names, but I definitely want to talk about the the, the co-made the main event a little bit. Um, but first fight is Jim Miller versus Dan Hooker. Who you got?
1: Jim Miller still fights? oh Jim man. Miller has he's to be beast. 73. I mean, he's excited, you know he's gonna come to fight. Dan Hooker is a beast though. Yo, he we got hey, another up-and-coming he, fighter. He trained he trains, against- he trains with
0: um with Starbender.
1: Shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Jim. Yeah, I, I think you're a legend.
0: I think Jim Miller's gonna get his face knocked off.
1: Fuck. Next, it's gonna be similar to uh what's his name, uh, Jim Miller and all, Joe Lozon. Yeah, that, yeah exactly. exactly. Y'all need to retire. I both both of y'all,
0: y'all need to, can, you know, and Carlos Condit, you too. Yes. All three of you guys, I appreciate you all. You need to leave. Salute. Uh, <laughs> next fight, Asriamain Sterling. <sighs> Versus Brett Johns. Um, who you got, man? Al Jermaine's coming off a big loss, man. Has he
1: woke up yet? I know I'm talking Shh. shit, but damn, that was a brutal knockout. Yeah, man. Uh, it, was, it was bad, man. That was a tough one because it was. It's one of those where I wanted to see that fight. He got clipped, even though that's what happens in the fight game. Fight. I still think he can be good. Um, I want to see Al Jermaine bounce back and show some show some different things in this game. We know you have the wrestling. But you, you train under. Doesn't he train under Mark Henry? Or does he train with uh, Ray Longo, Ray Longo? Longo. Yeah. But yeah, they, Longo, they got sir. good fighters there, man. Where are your hands at? We want to see that.
0: I'm going to be honest with you, man. I Okay. So, I think Al Jermaine should win this fight. He yeah. should
1: win this fight. Yes.
0: But. I've, I've never really been impressed by him. Nope. He's never done anything. Because I, I feel like when everyone talks about him, they're really high on him. He's so, so good. But nothing stands out. His striking is, eh. Uh, mm. His grappling is, uh, so I mean, look, I think he has. A, this is a great platform, free TV. It's on Fox. Hometown. I mean, you know, it's his hometown, ish, you know, yeah. esque. The area. Look, it's gonna be. It should be a fun fight. Coming off a loss. Yeah, coming off a loss, it should be a fun fight. I got Aljo
1: just because. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm go. All
0: right. Bounce um, back. New York's very own David Branch is fighting Tiago Santos this should be a really entertaining fight man both guys are tough um, you you have to go with experience and technique you have to go with Branch but just sheer physicality and just killer instinct yo Santos isn't to be fucked with man so yeah. who you got
1: I, initially I wanted to say Branch because of those reasons but I saw what happened when he fought Rocco he just got overpowered Getting, going against another guy that's powerful yeah. Tiago Santos who's good uh, jiu-jitsu as well Mm -hmm. what happens on the ground does the power take Uh, over as a technique you know i'm gonna go with santos man this is a close one for me man
0: i i'm leaning i'm going with branch Mm -hmm. um just because again he's a down to her guy he's a you know henzo gracie guy and i i believe that and he has a solid wrestling base i believe that he's A top skilled guy, world class, and I think his world class is just a slight notch ahead Tiago Santos. So I have this fight. um, I have Branch winning in a decision. Got it. Yeah. All right. um, Justin Willis versus Chase Sherman. Um, hey guys, good luck. Um yeah, we'll next be fight. Watching, I'll be we'll watching. Be I, I can't wait. I can't right? wait to see yeah. who you got how you guys do it. Honestly, I don't know. So this is the time to make to a name for one. yourself, this so we'll the...
1: talk about you when you fight again.
0: Right? <laughs> moving on. Frankie Edgar versus Cub Swanson. Um if this fight, <laughs> if this fight, these guys uh, both had a full camp. I I be like this would be awesome. Yeah. Yo. Frankie Edgar. I, I didn't even know he was awake yet. Frankie Edgar got dropped nasty by Brian Ortega last month in March. Yes. And now he's back like six weeks later fighting in a cold me to get Bender against Cubs Watson. Cub who a tear is known right to knock people's faces yeah. off? Now, granted, this is a rematch. We've seen this fight Frankie. before. And Frankie d- probably just feels comfortable like, I, I, got, I have his number.
1: He did whoop him. Yo, Frankie,
0: I. Uh, you know what, man? my heart says Frankie's gonna win it my head says that Cub is gonna catch him and and Frankie's just he, he hasn't gotten the cobwebs all the way out I have to go with uh, Cub Swanson second round TKO damn Ooh, I, know, I know I know he's never finished and he, he's twice a in, in a dude. row he, it it's not it's not no. enough time in no. between it's not but, enough time didn't Bisping do that like, uh, he just did that and got blasted by Ke- by Kevin Gaslin. Uh, exactly. It's the exact same concept. Again.
1: You I cannot have that concept. I'm think, sorry. think about how motivated Cub Swanson is to get that kind of a win back. Uh, I want to go with Frankie. Just hometown. He's gonna be whatever, but just don't get don't catch one to the chin, please, Frankie, please. But if Frankie can
0: go out there. And be Frankie Stick and move Not take any big shots Frankie could win the fight Strictly based on pace alone
1: Yeah
0: I it's just felt So five, my So I'm gonna say this So it's Cub Swanson is an upset pick Being that that's like an up More of an upset pick That's why I'm picking him If it's my head Yeah so I, I, I'm still going Cub Swanson
1: mm-hmm.
0: Alright uh, On to the main event Kevin Lee is fighting Edson Barbosa Um should be a great fight. It's a really stylistic matchup. Uh, Kevin Lee can strike, uh, but he's definitely uh, more known for his grappling. And Edson Barbosa is possibly the most dynamic striker uh, in the UFC.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: I can't wait to see this fight. Um, it should go back and forth. Uh, both gentlemen are coming off of L. So, uh, actually, is Barbosa coming off of L? Yeah, 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 he is. Khabib. Yeah. yeah, so they're both coming. Oh, one lost Big to Khabib, L. one lost to Tony Ferguson. Yep, so, this is a perfect fight to get whoever back into the mix Got right back in Um, the style of fighters that they are I'm gonna say Kevin Lee is gonna win this fight Benson Barbosa has always had trouble with strong grapplers mm-hmm. Even though he trains and I know he's difficult to get down, not saying that Kevin Lee is the same caliber uh, grappler as um, as like a Khabib, but he's still strong as shit. Like and that. honestly, if he gets him down, he's dynamic enough to finish the fight. So if he gets on his back also, he'll choke him out. So- and we all know Edson can get choked out. So exactly. I'm going to go ahead and say... Um, I'm gonna say third round finish. Uh, Kevin
1: Lee's gonna yeah. finish Barbosa. Yeah, I'm with you, man. I, I think there's a perfect clash of styles. Um, I think for Edson, it'll be really interesting to see his his adjustments because, you know, you, who gets that chance to you may not be able to fight the next guy, the guy that you just lost to again, but to fight somebody so similar in Kevin Lee, you just lost to somebody like that. So what adjustments have you made? And then for Kevin Lee, he knows what he got to do. How does he? What is he gonna do to, to close that distance and get in on him? I think the first round is gonna be bananas. I think Kevin Lee is probably gonna get clipped or something. But yeah. He's gonna he's gonna come through, come through that fire, and we all know I hate to I hate to bank on somebody getting tired, but with the pace that Kevin Lee comes with and the grinding style that he has. By the third round, I think Essence is gonna be gassed out.
0: I'll give him. I'll give him. The I'm not gonna say he's gonna be gassed out, man. Just because he didn't gas on with Khabib, right? And that type of pressure, trying to get up, he has the heart, and I think he has the conditioning at this point in time. But I, I, I just don't think he's gonna be able to. Um, and he was still throwing wheel kicks in like the yeah. fifth round or whatever yeah. that fight did. Maybe ga-
1: gassed out might be the wrong term for uh, sure. But like, be, you know, it might be too
0: first much. round. Yeah, I, can, feel I feel you. he would definitely
1: be able to. A couple takedowns, but mm-hmm. the third round it would be harder and harder,
0: harder. right? But he'll right. still
1: be fighting. But yeah, I think Kevin Lee gets that, uh, takes his back. And I think about. so too. Uh, yeah. If you look at all his fights, he at some point he gets somebody's back or mounts or something, he slices lost. through them too. It's crazy,
0: like, dude. He was slicing, he was slicing through Tony Ferguson's Damn. guard, yeah. And and that's something that honestly I didn't expect. So the fact that he could slice through these guys' guard, he gets up there. He, I, I see him just taking his back mm-hmm. and uh, choking him out, man. I mean, look how great Michael Chiesa's, you know, grappling is, how great Michael Chiesa is, especially on on back takes. And the fact that Kevin Lee just threw him around also. Said it was easy. And said it was easy. And it looked like it was easy. You know what, man? Obviously, I gotta rock with Kevin Lee. And not only am I rocking with Kevin Lee because of Technically, I think he's better. I want him to win. Right. I want Kevin Lee because these are the type of dudes that really, man, we need to talk about. This dude flew his entire family out. The dude is from Detroit. Yeah. Now his entire family lives with him in, uh, in Vegas. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? He gives these dudes jobs. He does all this kind of stuff. This is like a legitimate good dude. And he, he speaks the part. Mm-hmm. He talks good shit, and he goes in there and backs it up, man. Right. Um, I'm a huge fan of Kevin Lee. I got Kevin Lee winning this fight, man.
1: Yeah, I got him too. I really want him to win as well, so that he gets hit another shot at the title, mm-hmm. hopefully, or Dustin Poirier. In the summer. I think that'd be exciting.
0: Yo, know, I, I think it's a perfect uh, yeah. way for the UFC to set it up like a tournament, man. Oh, yeah. You can get you know a couple of these guys fighting each other. I mean, the 155 by the end of this year, we could realistically get it so that you know we really we know who the champ yeah, is. Done. We can be solidified. This is the champ. Right. Um, Because they're all pretty much about to be available to fight each other. Yeah. It's crazy.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah, man. And then Tony will be back at some point by the end of the year. Like, Absolutely, see, yeah, exactly what you're saying.
0: Absolutely, man. So, yo, crazy weekend of fights. Um, I can't wait. This is gonna be so so nuts. It's gonna be fun. Um, we might
1: have to reserve like a theater or something, man.
0: Bro, bro, it's gonna be one of those. It's gonna be one of those things. Man, I'm gonna have the UFC on one TV in the house. I'm gonna have Showtime on something else. I'm gonna be running back and forth, you know, watching each thing, man. So I I can't wait to watch him I can't wait to do it Uh, Man, yo, that's about all we have, man Uh, Anything else closing
1: out? Dog, man, like I said, every week This is why we love fighting You never know what the hell's about to happen But you know it's going to be exciting And we look forward to it every fucking week
0: Oh, yeah, dude, it's going to be crazy Um, Yeah, man, this is great Um, Again, this is episode 10, man I think we're going to close it up, man This is about it Uh, It's been fun uh, 10 episodes 10 bro. yeah we're wow. 10 episodes 10 episodes deep uh, please again make sure you uh, get a chance to you listen like share you know, uh, rate on iTunes and SoundCloud, uh, thefightpodcast.com is out, uh, you can purchase merchandise and everything, you know, there, and, um, we're actually currently doing pre-orders right now, so if you don't, if you, uh, get a chance, go on our Instagram at thefightpodcast, um, we, ha- we're having, uh, hoodies and, uh, championship, champion brand tees, uh, with the fight, they're really, really dope, go out there and check them out, support the cause, um, we're doing this for the people we're doing this for the culture um we love uh watching combat sports and uh we love just talking shit man so
1: uh, this is great uh b closing statement bro kevin lee do your thing baby that's all i'm gonna say (laughs) mr you
0: know there it is, man. Uh, big fight showtime. Uh, UFC cards this weekend. It should be amazing. Uh, we'll do all the breakdowns again um, next week. Uh, and until then, Jacob. Appreciate you guys. This is the Fight Podcast, episode 10. This is your host, Serge Vicente. I'm joined again by my illustrious guest host, Bryson Brownlee. And we're out.